Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. The following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel. There is a judgment greater than anything you've ever known. It won't be long. Your life will pass by as a vapor and you will stand before the judgment seat of God. And every secret deed and thought Every wrinkle, every spot will be in view Before the one who knows all things The Lord of Lord and King of Kings You know the one you never knew While you have breath You have a choice to make in life Turn away from your sin And believe on the risen Christ You can find peace in Him From the judgment that's to come He is the shelter From the coming storm All creation shakes at the mention of His name. He has power over life and death. Every knee will bow and tongue confess. Heaven and earth will proclaim that Jesus Christ is Lord. To the glory of the Father will you bow, will you surrender to His majesty. He can save you from the might of all your sin. This is the fight in which He stands in perfect victory while you have breath. have a choice to make in life turn away from your sin and believe on the risen Christ you can find peace in him from the judgment that's to is a shelter from the coming storm while you have breath 
choice to make in life Turn away from all your sin And believe on the risen Christ You can find peace in Him From the judgment that's to come He is a shelter From the coming storm He's the only shelter From the coming storm Welcome to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Pastor Ray Greenley from the National Prayer Chapel. I'm going to share with you a shocking view of where America is going and how America will end. I'm not comfortable sharing this with you. I have not preached this or taught this anywhere. Today will be the first time that I will share this. Now, just a bit of background. I was raised in a conservative Christian church that taught that Babylon the Great was the Roman Catholic Church. It's clear to me, in reading carefully the book of Revelation, that Babylon is not an apostate church. That would be a whole study in itself. But I began reading the book of Revelation as a child. My dad would read it. He would read it to me. We would talk about it. And then I went to a a Christian high school. And in high school... A course entitled Revelation, Daniel and Revelation, was required in the curriculum. And then I went to college. And again, Daniel and Revelation was required. And then I went to seminary, and again it was required. The church I was a part of was very much into the book of Revelation. Now, over the years, I've continued to carefully, prayerfully read the book of Revelation. And many things have been unveiled to me, specifically the truth about the first, second, third, and fourth seal of Jesus that he is opening. I believe we are in the third seal and just entering into the judgment of that seal. But then will come the fourth seal. I've also looked carefully, while not being willing to preach out of the book of Revelation for most of the years of my ministry, some 50 years, but I want to come and just put together some things that I'm beginning to see I'm not going to tell you, thus saith the Lord. 
even though many wonderful pastors and teachers have been very bold in saying America is Mystery Babylon. I'm going to simply share with you what I see and what the shocking end of America will be. It is not pretty. It's not pleasant. But let me begin in Revelation, the 13th chapter. Now, Lord, as I come to this vital study in the book of Revelation to help us understand and to help us get ready for what is coming at us like a freight train. Lord, would you wake up your people and would you make your people overcomers that they could stand during this time of utter chaos and anguish in the entire world, but especially in America. So, Lord, would you give us ears to hear, take away our defensiveness. Lord, let us just talk together about what some of these things probably mean. Lord, this book is difficult to understand, but you said, blessed is the one who reads it. So, Lord, I've read it and read it literally several hundred times. Now, Lord, would you bless our time together and bring conviction to the hearts of those who listen. I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. I want to begin in Revelation, the 13th chapter. John the Revelator says in verse 11, Then I saw another beast coming out of the earth. A beast represents a political system. Coming up out of the earth. In other words, this beast does not come out of the waters that represent many peoples. He came up out of the earth. He didn't displace nations. He had two horns like a lamb. In other words, as he comes up out of the earth, he is gentle. He is kind. He has integrity. He is a free nation. But that changes. And he begins to speak like a dragon. He exercised all the authority of the first beast on his behalf. Who is the first beast? I'll share that out of the scripture, but just very briefly, it is the Antichrist one world government power that arises and becomes mighty. He made the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast. Now here we get a clue. This second beast that came like a lamb and then began to speak like a dragon, and he exercises all the authority of the first beast, says that something happens to this 
nation that comes up and is so powerful because it begins to lose all of its power and it begins to align itself with a one-world government. And it begins to recognize the authority of the one-world government over its own nationality. In other words, it gives up the Constitution. It gives its power, authority, military might to the use of the beast power of Antichrist. Now notice, he performed great and miraculous signs, even causing fire to come down from heaven to earth in full view of men. Because of the signs he was given power to do on behalf of the first beast, he deceived the inhabitants of the earth. So this political power is going to be very deceptive. People will think it is one thing, while in fact it is something very different. He ordered them to set up an image in honor of the beast who was wounded by the sword and yet lived, a direct reference to Antichrist. He was given power to give breath to the image of the first beast so that it could speak and cause all who refused to worship the image to be killed. AI, artificial intelligence. This is an image that is an artificial intelligence image that is able to speak and to judge, and many will be killed because they will not bow down and worship this artificial intelligence being. He also forced everyone, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on his right hand or on his forehead so that no one could buy or sell unless he had the mark, which is the name of the beast or the image, the number of his name. Now this calls for wisdom. If anyone has insight, let him calculate the number of the beast For it is a man's number, his number is 666. It is well established among Christians everywhere that 666 represents the Antichrist power. Now, I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to walk you through the scriptures. What I see happening to America is we are rushing toward a total financial collapse. The debt market cannot be maintained. America is losing its dollar authority. We are also losing much of our military authority because wicked men and women have been bent on destroying America's military power. They have weakened us. All of that is in the news. We don't need to argue about either the dollar collapsing or the weakening of our military or the destruction of our universities with left-wing philosophies, with woke philosophies. We don't have to argue about what's happening with drag queens in our schools 
and those institutions in our nation that always were the champions of freedom have fallen. We have watched over the last two to three years a total transformation of American governance and power. Now let me turn with you, please, in the book of Revelation to the 17th chapter. Now I know this is going to be shocking to you as it is to me. But we need to hear, and we need to pray, and we need to think. I'm not saying I'm right. I have listened through the years to too many men who boldly proclaim what they believe to be the truth, as thus saith the Lord, and they prove to be utterly wrong. Remember, Gorbachev was supposed to be the Antichrist. (laughs) I don't think so. Hitler was supposed to be the Antichrist, and many others, and they've all been wrong. So let's just read the word and see the direction that this is moving. It's really vital that we identify trends and directions if we're going to walk through this and able to take care of our families as we kneel before Almighty God, as we overcome the enemy, as we walk in peace with all men, lifting up Jesus Christ as our Savior. I'm going to begin chapter 17. One of the seven angels who had the seven bulls came and said to me, Come, I will show you the punishment of the great prostitute who sits on many waters. With her the king of the earth committed adultery, and the inhabitants of the earth were intoxicated with the wine of her adulteries. Then the angel carried me away in the spirit into a desert. There I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast that is, the Antichrist beast, that was covered with blasphemous names and had seven heads and ten horns. The woman was dressed in purple and scarlet and was glittering with gold, precious stones, and pearls. She held a golden cup in her hand filled with abominable things and the filth of her adulteries. This title was written on her forehead. Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of prostitutes and of the abominations of the earth. I saw that the woman was drunk with the blood of the saints, the blood of those who bore testimony to Jesus. When I saw her, I was greatly astonished. Then the angel said to me, Why are you astonished? I'll explain to you the mystery of the woman and the beast she rides, which had seven heads and ten horns. The beast which you saw once was, now is not, and will come up out of the abyss and go to his destruction. The inhabitants of the earth, whose names have not been written in the book of life 
from the creation of the world will be astonished when they see the beast because he is, he once was, now is not, and yet will come. This calls for a mind with wisdom. Now, let me stop. What I'm beginning to see as I read these passages, and I'm going to read more, but I want to tell you what I'm seeing and ask you to watch and see if you see the same thing. If you say to me, Pastor, you are totally wrong, I won't be upset. I'm trying to understand, and I'm trying to pray through and gain understanding. I see America on a course of destruction. I see America being feminized. America is losing its manhood. I believe that soon, instead of calling America Uncle Sam, we'll call America Aunt Jane or some other female name. As I'm watching, America is going to collapse its economy. We're going to go through a very, very difficult time. People will become very poor. But somewhere in that time, and I don't know how long it will take, America is going to transition and become the supporter of the beast power of Antichrist. And as America becomes the supporter, the wife of, the prostitute of Antichrist, as that takes place, How will America survive? Well, I want to suggest to you that America will survive in the book of Revelation by sitting upon the beast power. She will support the beast. She will create an atmosphere of acceptance of the beast power. She will She will cause everyone to receive the mark of the beast. She will receive and create an AI system for tracking and for destroying God's people. So I see this woman change from a man into a woman, a prostitute. And she will sit on the Antichrist nations. And everyone will be astonished at how she looks and what she does. But finally, the Antichrist nations will come to hate this prostitute and they will turn against her and will burn her with fire. That's what I read. I believe that that will be the end of America. Now, when will that happen? 
I believe that will happen in the second half of the Great Tribulation. Let's read further. The ten horns you saw, this is Revelation 17, verse 12, are ten kings who have not yet received a kingdom, but who for one hour will receive authority as kings along with the beast. They will have one purpose and will give their power and their authority to the beast. They will make war against the lamb, but the lamb will overcome them because he is Lord of lords and king of kings, and with him will be his called, chosen, and faithful followers. I read that again, and my heart just leapt with joy. Before this prostitute is destroyed and burned, Jesus is coming, and he's going to receive his people, and then he's going to go to make war against this beast power, including that prostitute. But we who are his called and chosen faithful followers will be with Jesus. I believe that that is what the sixth seal tells us. Then the angel said to me, verse 15, The waters you saw where the prostitute sits are peoples, multitudes, nations, and languages. The beast and the ten horns you saw will hate the prostitute. They will bring her to ruin. They will leave her naked. They will eat her flesh and burn her with fire, for God has put it into their hearts to accomplish his purpose by agreeing to give the beast their power to rule until God's words are fulfilled. The woman you saw in the great is the great city, that is the great nation that rules over the kings of the earth. Well, how does she rule over the kings of the earth? Not as the great military power but as a prostitute, gaining the rewards of a prostitute. She is well paid. She serves the beast power of revelation. This is very sobering. I don't like to see America lose its manhood and be feminized. That's what's happening everywhere in America right now. It's not going to change. It's going to move forward very quickly. Now, chapter 18. After this, I saw another angel coming down from heaven. He had great authority, and the earth was illuminated by his splendor. And with a mighty voice, he shouted, Fallen! Fallen is Babylon the Great. She has become a home for demons, a haunt for every evil spirit, a haunt for every unclean and detestable bird. For all the nations have drunk the maddening wine of her adulteries. I don't know of any nation in the earth that could be represented by this description other than America. And I love America. I'm a patriot. 
but I see the destruction of America rushing upon us. The central banks, the Federal Reserve, they have created an impossible amount of debt and derivatives. And when this collapses, the banks will close. You will not be able to draw money. They will take the money that you have left in the bank and bail in their banks. Your credit card won't work. Your checks will be worthless. Your pensions will be gone. Your social security will be gone. And we will come into very dire straits in America. And we will go from those very dire, life-threatening, where many people die, they starve to death, they're homeless. We will go from that to going and sitting on the beast power of Revelation. The kings of the earth committed adultery with her, and the merchants of the earth grew rich from her excessive luxuries. Then I heard another voice from heaven say, Come out of her, my people, so that you will not share in her sins, so that you will not receive any of her plagues, for her sins are piled up to heaven. This is an invitation before the destruction of the beast power of the prostitute, not the beast power of the Antichrist. And then the command, give back to her as she has given. Pay her back double for what she has done. Mix her a double portion from her own cup. Give her as much torture and grief as the glory and luxury she gave herself. In her heart she boasts, I sit as a queen. I am not a widow. I will never mourn. Therefore, one day her plagues will overtake her, death, mourning, and famine. She will be consumed by fire, for mighty is the Lord God who judges her. When the kings of the earth who committed adultery with her and shared in her luxury see the smoke of her burning, they will weep and mourn over her. Terrified at her torment, they will stand far off and cry, Woe, woe, O great city, O Babylon, city of power, in one hour your doom has come. The merchants of the earth will weep and mourn over her because no one buys their cargoes anymore. Cargoes of gold and silver, precious stones, pearls, fine linen, purple, silk and scarlet cloth, every sort of citron wood, articles of every kind made of ivory and costly wood and bronze and iron and marble, cargoes of cinnamon and spice, of incense, myrrh and frankincense, of wine and olive oil and fine flour and wheat, cattle, sheep, horses, carriages, and bodies and souls of men. Now, there's something that you need to read in this. 
the merchants of the earth will weep and mourn over her because no one buys their cargoes anymore. It doesn't say that this prostitute produces these things. It says this prostitute buys these things. That's telling, isn't it? It is a consumer nation. And that's what America has become today. We are a consumer nation. We don't produce much in this nation. We are consumers. And we've been able to be consumers because of the petrodollar that is now crashing and disappearing. Then how are we able to continue buying their cargoes? Because America will sit on the back of the Antichrist beast power and will be rewarded very well for supporting that beast power and instituting the mark of the beast and killing Christians. They will say, the fruit you long for is gone from you. All your riches and splendor have vanished, never to be recovered. The merchants who sold these things and gained their wealth from her will stand far off, terrified at her torment. They will weep and mourn and cry out, Woe, woe, oh great city, dressed in fine linen, purple and scarlet, and glittering with gold and precious stones and pearls. In one hour such great wealth has been brought to ruin. That's the future of America as she sits on the back of the beast power of Antichrist. Every sea captain and all who travel by ship, sailors and all who earn their living from the sea will stand far off when they see the smoke of her burning. They will exclaim, was there ever a city like this great city? There's never been a nation like America in all of history. They will throw dust on their heads and with weeping and mourning cry out, Woe, woe, O great city, where all who had ships on the sea became rich through her wealth. In one hour she has been brought to ruin. Rejoice over her, O heaven. Rejoice, saints and apostles and prophets. God has judged her for the way she treated you. Then a mighty angel picked up a boulder the size of a large millstone and threw it into the sea. With such violence, the great city of Babylon will be thrown down, never to be found again. The music of her harps and musicians flutes and trumpets will never be heard in you again. No workman of any trade will ever be found in you again. The sound of a millstone will never be heard in you again. The light of a lamp will never shine in you again. The voice of bridegroom and bride will never be heard in you again. Your merchants were the world's great men. By your magic spell, all the nations were led astray. In her was found the blood of prophets and of saints and of all who've been killed on the earth. You know, I read this 
part is terrified because I see this is the future of America. I don't like it. I may be wrong. But as I read and reread, meditate and study, as I read portions of Isaiah and Jeremiah, they prophesied the fall of the great prostitute, Babylon. I don't believe God's people will be here on the earth when this fall of Babylon takes place. Because it says in 17 verse 14, they will make war against the Lamb, but the Lamb will overcome them because he is Lord of lords and King of kings. And with him will be his called, chosen, and faithful followers. We're going to be with the Lord during this horrendous time. But did you read with me that this prostitute gets drunk on the blood of the saints? So let's be very plain. There is going to be there's going to be a time of great persecution. This woman, this prostitute nation is going to get drunk on the blood of the saints. We need to prepare our hearts for that great persecution because it's coming rapidly toward us. Now, in the last minutes of this broadcast, I want to read something for you that causes my heart to dance. Chapter 19. After this, I heard what sounded like a roar of a great multitude in heaven shouting, Hallelujah! Salvation and honor and power belong to our God, for true and just are his judgments. He has condemned the great prostitute who corrupted the earth by her adulteries. He has avenged on her the blood of his servants. Again they shouted, Hallelujah! The smoke from her goes up forever and ever. The twenty-four elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshipped God who was seated on the throne, and they cried, Amen! Hallelujah! Then a voice came from the throne saying, Praise our God, all you his servants, you who fear him, both small and great. Then I heard what sounded like a great multitude, like the roar of rushing waters and like loud peals of thunder, shouting, Hallelujah! For our Lord God Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory. For the wedding of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. Fine linen, bright and clean, given to her to wear 
Fine linen stands for the righteous acts of the saints. Then the angel said to me, Write, Blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb. And he added, These are the true words of God. And I saw heaven standing open. And there before me was a white horse whose rider is called Faithful and True. With justice he judges and makes war. His eyes are like blazing fire, and on his head are many crowns. He has a name written on him that no one knows but he himself. He is dressed in a robe, dipped in blood, and his his name is Word of God. The armies of heaven were following him, riding on white horses and dressed in fine linen, white and clean. And out of his mouth comes a sharp sword with which to strike down the nations. He will rule them with an iron scepter. He treads the winepress of the fury of the wrath of Almighty God. And on his, on his robe he has on his thigh the name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And I saw an angel standing in the sun, cried in a loud voice to the birds flying in midair, Come, gather together for the great supper of God, so that you may eat the flesh of the kings, generals, and mighty men, of horses and their riders, and the flesh of all people, free and slaves, small and great. And then I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against the ruler of the, of the, against the rider on the horse and his army. But the beast, that's the Antichrist beast, was captured, and with him the false prophet, who had performed the miraculous signs on his behalf. With signs he had deceived or deluded those who had received the mark of the beast and worshipped his image. The two of them were thrown alive into the fiery lake of burning sulfur. The rest of them were killed with the sword that came out of the mouth of the rider of the horse. And all the birds gorged themselves on their flesh. That is going to be the end of this earth as... We have come to know it. But I have some good news. Chapter 21. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Now the dwellings of God is with men, and he will live with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. 
he who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. And then he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. And he said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To him who is thirsty, I will give to drink without cost from the spring of the water of life. He who overcomes will inherit all of this, and I will be his God, and he will be my son. But the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the murders, the sexually immoral, those who practice magic arts, idolaters, and all liars, their place will be in the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. Oh, and then I I look at chapter 22. Then the angel showed me the river of water of life as clear as crystal flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb down the middle of the great street of the city. On each side of the river stood the tree of life bearing twelve crops of fruit yielding its fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. No longer will there be any curse. The throne of God and the Lamb will be in the city, and his servants will serve him. They will see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads. There will be no more night. They will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun, for the Lord God will give them light, and they will reign forever and ever. Let's just quickly review before we close this broadcast today. What I believe to be true, and I've studied for more than 50 years, the book of Revelation. I've been hesitant to preach on the book of Revelation because there's so many false theories, but I believe what I see shaping as I look at our culture and I look at the reality of the petrodollar, and as I look at the scriptures, it seems to me very clear that America is the beast power, the prostitute of Revelation. And she will survive and thrive by committing adultery with the kings of the nations and with the Antichrist. She will support the Antichrist. She came forth speaking like a lamb, but now she speaks like a dragon. She will persecute the saints of God with angry aggression, killing many, many of God's people. We are entering into a time of great persecution, of sorrow, of deprivation and she will sit revelation says on the back of the beast that receives its power from the devil the dragon 
America has been feminized and is in the process of being feminized very rapidly. We have lost our masculinity. We've lost our manhood in America. And now we come as a nation and sit on the back of the beast power of Revelation, the Antichrist, who is given power by the dragon, by the devil, the serpent. Now, there's a word that has been shared in this message without emphasis, and I want to emphasize it. When you read the messages to the churches of Revelation, every one of those churches are told you must overcome. If you have imputed grace that covers your sin, you have no need of overcoming. We are going to be rewarded for what we have done at that great judgment, not what was imputed to us. That's a lie that the devil has very cleverly sown into the body of Christ to destroy our integrity and to destroy our testimony. Let's pray. Lord, I come today to brothers and sisters who may disagree with my interpretation. I ask that you would give each of us understanding. I plead with you to give me very clear understanding. And if this is right, then Lord, would you cause us to take appropriate action to be your children as overcomers. Lord, thank you for your kindness and your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for shedding your blood for us. Make us whole now by your grace. Restore to us the joy of our salvation. And we bless your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Some of you need to make a decision today to be ready. You've still walked in your wickedness. Today is yet the day of salvation. You can turn and you can repent and you can be a part of the chosen people of God. For Jesus loves you. But he is a just God, and if you do not overcome through confession and repentance and being crucified with Jesus, if the old man of sin is not destroyed, if you still trundle after him, you will be lost in this catastrophic revelation of truth. Write to me, Pastor Ray Greenley, National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia, 22195. Again, it's Pastor Ray Greenley, 
National Prayer Chapel. Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia, 22195. And thank you so much again, each one of you who helped cover the cost of radio for last month so that we can continue this month bringing you broadcasts day by day and calling you to be righteous before a holy God who makes us righteous by his righteousness. God bless you, my brother, my sister. Go to our webpage, nationalprayerchapel.com. You can give online. You're also welcome to come to the prayer chapel. We're a small house church fellowship. You're welcome to come. Go to the webpage and you'll find where we meet, what time we meet. Just come to the door and open it and walk in. You don't need to knock. Just come on in. God bless you, my brother, my sister. I love you. Tomorrow is a prayer day. Please join us and pray. I'll talk to you soon. Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory.